Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, are my podcasting partners, Paul... Yes. And Dan. Yo. Did you just did you just go hello? Is that what I heard? I said yo. Oh, okay. That's that's cool, cool, cool. Uh and welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That is you guys. By the fans, that is us, as always. Intro and outro music provided by Park in Maine. We are still a band. Find them over at parkinmainband.com. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at so says J Paul. At Dervish of World. Daniel. Uh, D Duarte 89. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And of course, make sure to follow us on whatever pod form you use and make sure to also rate, review, and subscribe. I feel like last time I said I'm going to stop saying that because it's pointless, but I didn't. It's, I, I, I'm like trained. I'm like a dog, like Pavlov's dog over here, right? That's me. Nobody? Yep. I think you're being a little hard on yourself, but sure. Oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Welcome back, Daniel. We Thank missed you. you last week. I missed you guys too. I you am now the only. Job, I am now. I am now the only person to not sleep through one of these episodes. Well, well, I can't speak for the listeners. <laughs> since, <laughs> can't speak for the listeners. Since you, you are now one of the only. You have not slept through an episode since Dan joined the show. There have definitely been times that we were supposed to record, and then you texted me the next morning, like, I passed out at 6.30. I probably just lied to you because I don't want to talk to you, for being (laughs) honest. Also, could he sleep through a pod if a pod never happened? I fell asleep during a pod, so... Which is insane, because I am not that boring, right? There's no (laughs) way I'm that boring. how tired I was. (laughs) Paul's such a, a sweepy little was. guy, <laughs> sweepy little guy. But but don't worry, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, because after that episode, I, I woke up one morning to a text message exchange between these two, where they decided to call it a quote unquote truce on making fun of each other for being sweepy. Which you know, I'll call that soft. But <laughs> you guys do you, right? You guys do you. I mean, Thanks. listen, man. I, I explained it to you guys. I was. I was concerned about my brother Paul here <laughs> because when he said that tweet, it it, it caught me off guard. Well, not tweet. When he sent that text, it caught me off guard. And I was like, maybe it really bothers him when I do this. And I just, I was just like, oh shit. I'm like, oh, okay, dude, yeah, truce. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. Paul's 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 just become so used to 20 years of friendship with me. Yep. realizing that his feelings mean nothing that when he when yep. he says anything that seems feeling like like it's feeling 
like it's heartfelt or meaningful, it probably means nothing. That that was a vast overstatement, Paul, but you guys get what I'm getting at, right? Hey, should we talk about the Suns? Nah. Oh. Should we talk about the 6, 12, 18, 24 challenge? No, no, Dude, no. Maybe, dude, later. We're, Maybe later. We're coming back to that. Okay, we'll come back. Okay. To that. We'll, we'll circle back around. So, so let's let's talk Suns. Um, since our last episode, the Suns went. What do we say, guys? Two and one. Uh, they had the victory over the Clippers. They had the loss to the Miami Heat. In you know, I, I spectacular. I fashion. feel like there was a lot of outrage over the referees in that game, and rightfully so. But it's kind of funny that that occurred in a twenty-three point blowout. Now, granted, some some of that occurred at times when they might have been a momentum swing coming in. But Bill Kennedy, someday, someday, fanning the flames might show up at your front door, just saying, "Hey, we've got a new segment we want to run out there, bro." I'm just saying, that would be great. Wouldn't that be great if we were like the only podcast out there that had a segment with a referee to actually explain certain things within games? I feel like I might have burned some bridges with the uh, the, the 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 referees over the years, though, so perhaps <laughs> just might some, not some <laughs> any and all bridges. Yeah, you, you burned those, mulched up the. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, that was yes. fucking fantastic! Oh yes, my god. You- Yes, you did. You definitely lost it. And then, of course, we had the victory, which at this point is now just last night over the Toronto Raptors um, in an empty arena. Yeah, empty arena, which was it was weird. It was super weird to see that. Super weird to see that. And and I'd like to think that's part of what contributed to you know what was really I think overall lackluster performance in that in that game. I mean, outside of uh, Jay. Jay finally, you know, it's funny, man. Before the game, like right before the game started, I'm sitting there. I'm like, let me throw some, you know, same game parlays out at this bad boy. And I thought to myself, you know what? This could be the Jay game. Like this really could be the Jay game. Like hit hit the, you know, Jay crowd over plus 15, 15 points or more, which is going to, you know, pay plus 300 or whatever or the way he's been playing. So recently three or four three is going to pay a lot. And then, of course, I was like, but, you know, nah. And then Jay had that game. But, hey, you know what? I like to think that I reverse jinxed myself into it happening for him. Did that make sense? No, but yep. you know what I mean. Yeah? Sure. Yes. 100%. So, I mean, that that game had literally everything. I mean, the, it was bizarre. No, I mean, I saw a lot of people had... They got like PTSD because they saw like the empty arena. Um, and it kind of, re- kind of, re- you know, minus the so. But and by the way, we're gonna get into this later. But why the fuck were there two mascots there where there's no fucking fans? <laughs> Which may have been the strangest thing of everything. But anyway, we'll get into that a little later. But um, <laughs> they have like a halftime almost- show and stuff. Like if you like were watching the the like game ca- or like the league pass feed where you don't get the commercials and stuff. And it's just a straight live feed was like their halftime show for an empty arena because of the people watching. I mean, so I don't know. weird, dude. So weird. Maybe the uh, mass. I mean, maybe he's, he's just like, they're like here, work at least, at least you're getting a paycheck. Yeah. So, but don't I mean, do anything so, to make yourself the center of attention. Okay. Just don't do that. <laughs> don't become the trending topic on Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, uh, 
you know, it, it like, you know, Bruce Arians, the uh, former coach of the Cardinals, now coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he always said it's better to uh, lose ugly or win ugly than lose ugly. So I'm going to take that philosophy and a win is a win, man. Like at the end of the day, fuck it. I don't give a fuck how you got there. You got to win. Hey, we, we were two wins away from the finals last year. If they would have fucking muddied the waters and won two games last season, I wouldn't give a fuck. So uh, Twitter people who love to bitch about anything they can, um, take the win. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Um, what is uh, – I'm completely brain farting here. What does Espo call those wins? Um, uh, uh, Buscemi's. Buscemi's, that's right. Wait, what? They're ugly but good. Dan, do you, what do you do on Twitter? Do you just pay attention to nobody but yourself? Is that is that what you do on Twitter? It's just no, the damn no, show. No, but but I I just you know, Espo puts a lot of stuff out there, man. I don't know. Like, like, can't keep up. Keep up. They can't keep up with all the puns. You should become a yeah. a, su- a super follow, and then you can you can get. <laughs> wow, Paul. Paul with like an evil laugh when I say a super follow to Espo. It's, listen, it's, listen, listen, listen. Oh, I love Espo oh. and Espo, buddy. If on a rare <laughs> occasion that you listen, I would much rather buy you a beer than super follow you. That's a hard pass <laughs> for me. Now I feel no like I'm going to. No offense gonna, at all. Now, now I feel like I'm going to do it just to see like what that experience is like. I probably won't because I do a lot of things. I say a lot of things that I'm going to do and then I don't. Okay. Hey. About the Raptors game, I guess, unless there's any, I mean, Paul, do you have any insight to any of the past three games that you've seen? I mean, we don't really have a whole, I mean, we know where we're going to go next. We're going to talk about our friend, the, does the Raptors mascot have a name? Rappy? (laughs) The rap of the rapper? (laughs) Anyway, Paul, anything you want to say basketball-wise before we talk about something that is so completely ludicrous, but... Not really. We're gonna, I'm gonna their ra- their mascot's name is through. the Raptor. That's super original. <laughs> you tell them, Paul. You tell them. Hey, Canada, you're not original. I mean, okay. our, ours is the gorilla, but. <laughs> so, but the gorilla has a super cool backstory, right? You guys know the backstory yeah. of the gorilla, right? Uh, I, I think had I at one point. saw it vaguely and I kind of forgot about it. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I forgot about it, so. So, and I'm sure there's going to be more detail than this. And in fact, I know it's on Wikipedia, but for those of you who do not know, the reason why the Phoenix Suns mascot is a grill, because I believe it was in its inaugural season. So the first, first year of the Phoenix Suns existence, 1968. Yes, sir. A, a, a fan had flowers or something like that delivered to his significant other in the front row at the game. And the guy who came and delivered them was wearing a gorilla outfit. Apparently, he did some little fun dance, and then that became a thing. He continued to come to these games, and that's how the Phoenix Suns mascot became the gorilla. That's my, at least my recollection of how I understand that went down. Now, if I'm wrong, you can find out on Wikipedia and tell me. But in fact, I'll, I'm surprised we'll you have We'll probably cover it on the next episode of his show. You can say the oh. name of it if you want. PHNX Sun Show. <laughs> I didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> I know I listened to it, but I didn't anyway, want to mispronounce it. 
So who wants to paint the picture of what happened with the with this with this Bulls Bulls? I don't know. I I, I imagine this this mascot is Benny. Like yeah, it's Benny the Bull, right? That's why. Yeah. So like that's I think that might be the only mascot name I know besides the gorilla and well, I just the Philly fanatic associates. That's not really so, a name per se though. So, Speaking of yeah. which, hold on really quick. So I, I I think I told you guys I showed you the picture when we cleaned out our garage like in October or November, right? Yeah. Well, something that I found in that garage were a bunch of old cards of mine. And I was actually just looking at them the other night and I had a card in there signed by the gorilla. Now, this of course was when I was a child, which begs the question, if I were to have the gorilla some, sign something now, would the signature be similar? Like, do they teach the person how to do the gorilla's signature? Does it have the big G? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> no further thoughts. Okay. Understood. Dumb so, topic. Gotcha. Dan. You want to say something? Let's hear it. I do. I do. And just before I say what I want to say about the Raptors, um, that Miami Heat game sucked. It really pissed me off. We came out flat, but we were getting guys back from COVID. Also, um, Tyler Hero is not as good as Devin Booker, so everybody can go fuck themselves who think that. Please stop. Hey, hey. If you want to shoot 53s and like 80% of them are going to go in, I'll take the L. So, that sucked, but anyway, I digress. And and, and if the Suns are going to take an L, at least take it to a half Filipino head coach, right? I mean, obviously. And I guess, um, although I do get mistaken for a Filipino quite often, it's kind of weird. I can see that. No, I not really. I don't. You don't get mistaken for. I don't. In fact, I don't really get mistaken for a <laughs> Filipino either. I get mistaken for a lot of stuff that like places where I'm like, I don't even know what that type of nationality would really look like. That would be distinctive, but regardless. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, the game, uh, the game against the Raptors was close, right? Um, in fact, they were, I would say they were pretty much in control of it for most of the game. Um, again, came out flat. We couldn't get a rebound to save our fucking lives. Um, which was concerning, but also it is what it is. So <laughs> Devin Booker goes to the line in the fourth quarter. I think it was, you know, when they were already trying to ice the game and they, they fouled so that they couldn't get off a three. And Devin Booker was at the line and Devin Booker didn't have a great game, right? Um, he, at all, um, shooting wise, although he did hit a huge jumper down the stretch. And the first free throw he shot kind of rolled around and went in. And I feel like that kind of, he was kind of irritated at that. And then he saw this fucking stupid ass retarded looking dinosaur jumping around. And he just pointed at him and he was like, what the hell is like, you know, which my question is, why is there two giant raptor, uh, one, a raptor inflatable, two, a raptor mascot? in the arena where there's literally zero fans. Cause apparently isn't that what the mascots for is for the fans, right? For fan engagement. So those guys shouldn't have been there. So and ostensibly, also, yes. Also Canada, you're going to allow zero fans in your arena, yet you're going to allow needless mascots in there. I don't know. Seems kind of like unnecessary to me, but it is what it is. Um, won't get into that. 
But <laughs> Devin Booker gets mad. He points at him. Jay Crowder's like, yeah, get that fool out of there. And then they proceeded to put the Raptor in timeout. And it was the funniest visual because he's just like kneeling in the corner, like upset because he can't, you know, jump and flail around. Um, and then, of course, you know, the, the son of Phoenix, Arizona, Devin Booker, decides to make that picture his profile pic today. Yeah, if you was, haven't seen it, you can check it out there. Awesome. So brilliant. Well, and then, I mean, let's let's look at how Book handled it after the game, too. You guys saw the post-game presser, right? Yep. <laughs> hey, homies, so now. A reporter, a reporter asked him about it. Yeah, a reporter asked him about it. And, and first of all, he corrected the reporter because the reporter was like, Oh, you had an issue earlier with the with the inflatable mask on. He's like, oh no no no, it wasn't that one. It was the 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 other guy, the other guy. But he said the we hashed one, it out. We said. hashed it out. Yeah, the live one. We hashed it out. We, we we homies now. Oh my god, dude, to handle it like that afterwards too. I thought that was fantastic. Now let me ask both of your opinions on this. And I maybe I don't need to ask this question because I feel like I should know the answer, and and perhaps I do, but. As far as how that reflects on Booker, like him kind of gesturing towards the mascot for doing that, I get it was a big moment in the game, but do you think that reflects negatively or positively on me? Because obviously I think the the narrative has been outside of, you know, the Suns universe is 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 like, oh my God, Devin Booker's complaining about a mascot. You know, I saw people retweeting the old He's learning from Chris book, Paul. The old book complaining about uh, double teams and summer summer ball pickup, you know that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so like I said, question to you guys is from your perspective, do you see it as something that reflects negatively on him, or or more positively, or kind of neutral? And 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 if the criticism out there are things that you've seen, do you think it's do you think it's fair? I, I mean, it's a hundred percent memeable. It you know it made a rather boring NBA night interesting. Um, from the perspective of Booker, well, one, I think technically, and somebody feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what the Raptor was doing, he shouldn't have been able to do. Correct. Okay. So he Chris Pauled the situation. Found a, found a, he nitpicked a little rule that probably not everybody really knew. Like a tucked in was shirt? It, was was the yeah. Raptors shirt untucked? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> exactly. To his advantage. Well, not so Yeah, and and to to your point, and, and I guess I should I was very quick to say, yeah, that's the case, but I, I guess I shouldn't be so so fast on the trigger there. But when the NBA went to having these games without arenas, they did have rules put in place that governed sound that can be in the arena, things like that, I would venture to guess I'd be willing to put a mortgage payment on it. That also addressed what people who are personnel of a team can and cannot do, including mascots. And I would also venture to guess that that would preclude mascot from basically become, look, fans are one thing. Yeah, you got a bunch of fans in there. They're paying money to be there. And plus, it's not plus like... become white noise. <clears throat> it's exactly, exactly. It's it's not something as jarring as, as a... <laughs> fucking raptor um, all by himself just dancing behind himself. there like as if that's not yeah. enough right somebody actually but i feel um, like we need to delve know. into dan's point more too like why is the raptor there and and i know i said before maybe it's just to pay him but okay well 
don't make the guy dress up then. Just like let him be there and have him do something else. Because otherwise, it truly serves zero point. I mean, who is he entertaining? The players clearly, clearly the Suns aren't entertained well, by him. They went through a whole bunch of motions. Like apparently, as as I was saying, like if you list, if you actually watched the like um, league pass and got the feed without commercials and whatnot, they were like doing the whole like the announcer was there doing all that stuff, like all the normal announcements. Like somewhere in there is like actually Espo pointed it out. I think on uh, today one of the episodes I listened to uh, I think it was today's um, that like the announcer was like, join with me in congratulating Fred Van Vliet on being player of the week. Who, who's going to join with them? Not the Suns. Yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, so for the fans thing, but, but I can, I can see though, like, having announcements still like you're in a normal game. I mean, think about how they would pipe in the fan noise before, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't even notice. Did they do that with the game? I, I, I don't know. Um, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I would, I, and maybe that's one reason why I didn't notice. Cause there was nothing different that would have stood out to me, but regardless, I get the, I get the, the, the audio aspect of it, but the mascot doesn't exactly add to the viewing experience for the people at home. Right. But but hey, look, here we are we talking about it. So clearly, <laughs> I'm wrong. So Dan, what do you think, man? I mean, well, I guess Paul. I don't know. Paul really even answered the question. Did you, Paul? About how it how reflects on it? it. For me, I'm neutral. Uh, for me, I actually look at it as a positive. Like I said, I, he Chris Pauled it, which t- t- tells me he's showing growth about like the nuances of the game. <laughs> Initiative. Yes. Look, he's, look, man. He's what's what's the? It's gonna be another. It's for the non-Suns fan. Savviness. It it compounds on the Joakim Noah summer league thing, or not oh, summer league, so but like scrimmage thing. I I like that you brought up Joakim Noah because apparently his that is literally the first time anybody has ever said that. I bet because his fucking wannabe doppelganger mr nicholas fucking hankel who apparently gets invited to do really cool shit for free decided to oh i don't know talk shit about it and say that oh you know what i don't know man this here i mean it's it's i don't know if anybody's ever complained about it and it's weak and i don't know if a real hooper would actually complain about this because i sure shit wouldn't fucking complain about it as a real hooper Okay, Mr. Who? It looks like I fucking dribble after I got my nails done, fucking guy. Go fuck yourself. First of ah, all. Ah, there's our fuck you. F- fuck that oh, guy. Don't, really? Oh, don't. Hold on. Who is? Me. I don't know who this is. Who are you talking about? Yeah. So, I, wait, Paul, you don't know who this is? Uh, uh-uh. Listen, so who, let, see, my first, my first you t- fuck you. Can you tell me on, who he is? Hold on. Yeah, can, can I tell? Can, Just yeah, go. You go. Yeah. I'm going to mute myself. I'm muted. Can I finish? My fuck off. I don't even know. It's like fuck you guy of the day. I, I don't even know what the segment's called. I'm so pissed off about it. So first of all, Worldwide Wob, who I used to like because like if it, I, I didn't really miss anything in the league, but this is the second time this motherfucker is taking a shot at Devin Booker. So he decided to, to, to tweet today. He posted the, the video of Devin Booker getting pissed off about the Raptor. And then decides to say Devin Booker upset that the Raptors mascot the only fan in the building is behind the hoop distracting him with the game on the line. Refs send him to timeout in the corner. 
First of all, motherfucker, he's not a fan. He's a fucking employee. All right. So number one. So this douchebag, Nicholas Henkel, who literally looks like a bizarro fucking Joe Kim Noah, which is hilarious. And also go, oh, go to his page. Wait, what? Stop. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> You're shitting on my point. Stop it. <laughs> so this guy, and uh, I implore you guys to go look at this guy's pinned tweet because he's playing basketball and it looks like he just got his nails done and he's like dribbling the ball like he just did too. And it looks like his nails are still wet. So, hey buddy, good on you. I can't find, what's his name? Nicholas Henkel, N-I-C-O-L-A-S-H-E-N-K-E-L. He quote tweets Wob's tweet and says, same guy who complained about a double team in a pickup run. Question has to be asked. Is Devin Booker a basketball player? Question mark. Follows up and says, I sure as shit know a hooper wouldn't say a damn thing about this. Really, motherfucker? How do you know what a fucking hooper is? You know who a hooper? You look like you would sprain your fucking ankle getting out of your fucking car. So fuck you, first of all. Go fuck yourself. Hey, worldwide wob, go fuck yourself. Josh Eberly, you Canadian fucker, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Oh, he deserves, he deserves, he deserves all the jokes in this tweet. I'm sorry, fucking white guys that can't fucking play basketball. Did Devin Booker fuck your mothers or something? (laughs) Did he fuck your girlfriends? Did he? (laughs) At least, at least he went down to girlfriends that time. (laughs) Good Lord, man. And everybody. And you know what? I want to say this. For us and for Suns fans, because stupid shit like this is actually said on Suns Twitter by prominent Suns Twitter members who a lot of you motherfuckers stand. And it's said about our center. And it was said about our center last night. So I just want to bring that up. So as ridiculous as this sounds about Devin Booker, there's people that are part of Suns Twitter that people will say, oh my God, these people are great that actually built their damn clout, that built their brand off of, hey, we got on this big-time podcast with this big-time prominent media member, and we talked about how great DeAndre Ayton was, yet we're going to shit on him otherwise. So we'll we'll talk good about DeAndre Ayton for the clout, but we're going to shit on him every single chance we get and talk about how, hey, he should be playing okay because even though he had COVID – he didn't have symptoms, so he needs to fucking get his head out of his ass. So you know what? Those guys can go fuck themselves, too. I'm done. Fair and enough. There we go. <laughs> Fair enough. See, the only bad thing with 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 Dan's segment is it's just so hard to follow because it's always gold. Oh, yeah. I, just, I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, Parental so, advisory is... <laughs> I think we should have done that before, right? Is that, is that how that works? <laughs> you can put that in the description, Justin. <laughs> to, to, uh, to the individual who commented on the last episode about the profanity, first of all, I apologize for that, I guess. Your ears yeah, are burning well, right now. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you're not listening to this at this point. <laughs> no, because that guy can go fuck himself, too. Dude, it's a fucking podcast. We, we love you all, regardless. It's um, free content. So yes, It's free. Here's Here's... Building on that point, that 
that point, that one point. B- building on God, the that raptor, raptor thing. So something that I saw floating around Twitter, too, was the whole, ah, oh, Kobe wouldn't do that type thing. <laughs> That's exactly what Kobe would have done. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> what my reaction was. I was like, Kobe would walk up to that raptor and smack him upside the head. He would, he would have gone far beyond what Book did. Paul, he Paul looked a, like your head. Okay, Paul looked like he was he hesitating. He would John Mo- Johnny Mox from uh, Varsity Blues and throw the ball right at his head when he wasn't looking. Yeah, well, if the and next he, free throw didn't matter. And then the Raptor would have said, I don't want your life. <laughs> no, you just, but the same character doing both. That'd be weird. It didn't, didn't work. The dad, his that the 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 books dad. No, he the books dad. They, they, Dude, I'm dad. sorry, it wasn't perfect. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn it, Daniel. So okay, so I'm pretty sure the Raptor would want Devin Booker's life. So that's true. Dude, how much of that are you gonna have to cut out? By the way, no, literally, I, I feel like none of it. I don't know why. Did you say anything that I that I should be aware of that I wasn't listening no, to? I feel like no. I wasn't, right? I don't think um, so, but I also don't care what people think, and I say a lot about land of shit. So, no. there's that. So, have the Suns become like the heels of the NBA, to use a wrestling term? I, I feel like I feel like a lot of teams do get like there are teams out there that are obviously polarizing the traditional teams that are polarizing, I guess you can say. Right. The Lakers, uh, the the Celtics, like those, those teams that kind of have a, a, a longer history. The Jazz, I feel like everyone hates like just but I feel like that's just justifiable, too, because, I mean, they're, they're the whole reason, you know, 2020 happened. Right. We can all still blame Rudy Gobert for all of that. Right. Isn't yep. that what we're. We're doing, um, but but even putting that aside, and he bullies teenagers, as we know, which is just not cool, not cool at all. Um, all right, you guys feel like I feel like you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Shout out, Evan. Ah, yeah, shout out, uh, Evan. I know what you're talking so, about. Come on, man. Shit. So, anyway, but but so I think that's a little bit of a different type of type of thing, and and maybe the other part of it too is a lot of people that maybe don't hate the jazz just don't really care that they exist. Um, the Suns, I feel like, tend to be polarizing very much so. Like, I, I don't see a whole lot of positive things being said about the Suns outside of outside of Suns Twitter. I mean, I think this is a prime example, seeing this like how how everybody jumps on this in such a negative light. Let's let's use LeBron for example. Didn't he complain about a fan and get some fan kicked out recently for talking shit? Like, that's literally get, like, getting a fan kicked out. Now, I don't know what that guy said or what have you. To use a phrase that I know some people do not like, but uh, what is it? Now I totally lost it. Um, uh, virtue signaling, right? How, oh, come, how, come, how come? How come? How come? LeBron doesn't get like shit on all over the place for getting a fan ejected, and and Devin Booker gets shit on for pointing out the fact that a mascot who is break is breaking a rule and should stop doing it. I mean, rules rules exist for a reason, people. Listen, listen, man. No, Kenny, I, 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 rules exist to be broken. Yeah, I, I hear you, and I'm with you on the virtue signaling. That's it's become a. I'm not even going to get into it. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll I'll do you one better. Last night, John Morant stared down a little kid in a fucking Warriors jersey. He like dogged him. <laughs> I did not see and that. Then, and awesome. then they asked I mean, him about terrible. it after the game. And he said, oh, I was too locked in, man. And he was being disrespectful. Seriously? So people had a problem with Booker 
getting mad at a at a, at a mascot, but John Morant because he's the mm-hmm. new fucking flavor of the month. Yeah, and and Jaw's amazing, by the way. This takes nothing away from that. That, that block from the other night was ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, but you know, whatever. Um, he could have caught it. I mean, that would have been yeah, better. Yeah. I mean, it was. It, it was. <laughs> yes, it was fantastic. It was amazing. I get it. John Morant's great. He's fucking great. Whatever. Um, there's the, the Grizzlies still aren't better than Suns because I know I've seen actually seen that out there. Um, but anyway, he literally stared down a little kid. And nobody said shit about it. Everybody was like, that's great. That's awesome. That's hilarious. But nobody can find humor in de- other than the Suns fans, of course. No, and, people found humor in it. People found the meme of the raptor from Jurassic Park, like looking through the window, like of the kitchen and saying, this is like the raptor's mascot looking into the Suns locker room after the game. I thought that yeah, one was that's, hilarious. That's, that's funny, but that's that's again that's worldwide wob. That's him. That's him backpedaling, pedaling a little bit. And then today he completely went Homer into the fucking shrub <laughs> when he was like, "I wish people could just laugh at jokes and not take everything so serious." No, motherfucker, you got backlash from the Suns fans, and now you're trying to get it back in the good graces. Guess what? We don't fucking need you, dude. We don't go 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 put up highlights of LeBron and Westbrook, and, and get the fuck out of here. In my the, opinion. Speaking of Ja, did you see the meme of uh, him with that kid? The, the the Star Wars meme of it? Where they put a lightsaber in his hand like he was Anakin going to kill all the kids. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's great. Now I need to find Ja like staring down this kid. Master Skywalker, they came in from all directions. What do we do? Just look at Ja. I'm pretty sure Ja retweeted it. Just throw it on his... <laughs> Well, he retweeted it, and he was like, "My bad, I was just really locked in." Like, okay. Um, no, he retweeted okay. the meme. Oh, I don't. I don't <laughs> care about the meme. I just want to see the actual thing. Well, it's talk just, about it's the actual talk photo. About just somebody uh, photoshopped a lightsaber into it. Talk amongst yourselves. Coffee talk. Also, also that fucking douchebag, the douche nozzle, the the dude that looks like Joe Kim Noah. Part of his tweet was like, "Don't talk to me. It's too early in the morning. I will eviscerate you." I'm like, dude, fuck you. Okay, try me, motherfucker. I actually, I challenge anybody to try me right now because guarantee you, <laughs> Dan's on guarantee one. I'm on one right now. I don't. Yeah. So, anyway. So yeah. So. Is there much else to talk about Suns this week? Well, actually, are they are they the bad guy? Like, if you really went around the league, who is the bad guy? I mean, I don't because like you could make an argument that the Lakers would be the bad guy because they're like the built a super team team, but they suck. So like, it's actually more funny than like they're the bad guy. Um. More than anything. Here's, here's here's the thing about being the bad guy. In order to be the bad guy, people actually have to think that you're a threat. And apparently, nobody fucking thinks the Suns are a threat because all you hear about are the Warriors and the Jazz and the Nets and the Bucks. But nobody ever wants to bring up the Suns, right? It's always like, oh, are the Warriors the team to be? Oh, no, I think the Bucks are. Nobody even mentions the Suns. 
And the, the, the crazy part about it is, and I love Kendrick Perkins, but this is exactly what I mean. He was on one of those stupid ESPN shows in the last few days, and they were talking about MVP, right? And first of all, if you ask anyone, Steph is the unanimous MVP right now for some fucking reason, even though he's played like shit and he's been god-awful. But his team's winning. But Kendrick Perkins, dead excuse me, dead ass said the other day on air that John Moran is the MVP of the league. Now, I implore you guys to please calm the fuck down. Like I said, John Moran is a great player. His team has also gone 11 and 2 without him in the lineup. I'm not saying they're better with him in the lineup. That's crazy. But at the same time, can we fucking stop with that, that shit? We got to stop with it. Like it, it's getting ridiculous. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just it, it's it's to the point where I just I don't know what to say anymore about this national media. Um I'm not even going to call it disrespect because it's beyond that. Um, the Suns went to the finals last year. They had the best record in the league, and yet they're still an afterthought. And Devin Booker gets hate because these guys, can, they just continue to dismiss his game. And don't get me wrong, Book's been bad for like a week now. But to completely dismiss the rest of the season and say, oh, you know what? This is the same guy that didn't like to get double teamed during you know pickup games, which is fucking Bush League, by the way. Hey, I, hey guys who actually play pickup game, when have you ever been double teamed? Well, let's <laughs> like, like a concept that doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Let's not fucking go there, okay? You can't change the rules just because they're NBA players. It's still pickup basketball. Um, it's just, it's it's mind-boggling, man. And it's gotten to the point where I just, it's it's, we're not the bad guys because we're not, we're not talked enough about we're not talked about enough to to be the bad guys is you know to make a long very long enough. story short it's just because we're, we're teams not flashy i, I don't even think it's, it's that because because we're not that, the 04 pistons man we still got we got chris paul we got deandre we got we got devin booker and, and chris paul like they we're, i know we're not, but we're not the 04 pistons i know that we're not but we're the team also is like you know Steph plays to the crowd. Our guys don't. You know, that's that's part of it. Gian- Giannis makes ridiculous plays, ridiculously athletic. It's like that that's what gets views. That's what gets, you know, traction on the on the media because they're all about clicks and views and shit. Chris Paul Steph's making also a, a douche. Chris Paul he making is. a Who's a douche? Sorry. Steph. Uh, Steph Curry. Yeah. Giant douche. And also, okay, I, I can't believe we've gotten almost, oh boy. what? Dan has both hands on his head right minutes. now, just so you guys know. Did Clay Thompson fucking die? Did he fucking die? Did he pass away? I don't think so. Because Jesus Christ, dude, Draymond <laughs> Green was hurt and wasn't going to play, but out of respect and out of a show of of unity with Clay, he decided... I'm going to dress for this game and be out there for the opening tip because I want to honor Clay. Did he fucking? Did that really happen? Yeah, it really happened. I he didn't know that happened. Got dressed. He was, he was on the court for like 10 seconds. 
And then he checked out of the game and didn't play again because he wanted to be out there as a show of solidarity for Clay. Okay, that's probably the wrong word. Uh, as a show of respect to Clay because, hey, did, uh, I'm sorry, dude. Did he fucking die? Like, this is getting ridiculous. And then you got the media saying, oh, what an outstanding return for Clay. He scored 17 fucking points on 18 shots. That's not outstanding. That's not a phenomenal game. Fuck. Love you, Dan. Oh, my God. That's like, <laughs> Sorry, that, that's, that's, that's like beyond Hallmark cheesy, right? To do that? My, dude, it, it was so bad, dude. And I'm sorry, Kevin O'Connor. Seriously? KOC? You had tears in your eyes when you were watching Clay? Dude? <laughs> dude? Give me your fucking man card right now, bro. And I, and I get it. Fucking Suns fans love him because they had the timeline guys on. Yeah, oh, my God. You know, KOC, he's an honorary member of Suns. No, he's fucking not, dude. That's the most wishy-washy guy ever. When the Suns were winning 18 straight games, he was still saying that the Golden State Warriors were the favorites in the West. Fuck you, KOC. Just just stop. All right? We were so close. I, 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 I was so close. I wasn't. <laughs> listen, man. I wasn't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's like, how could you not feel? I don't feel great about Clay. I could, like Vince Vaughn once said, Vince Vaughn once said in Wedding Crashers, I don't give a baker's fuck, dude. <laughs> okay, Clay Thompson's back. He hasn't played in two and a half years, and he 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 has not looked phenomenal. Everybody says, oh, he's been he's looked great. He's looked out. No, he has not, dude. He has looked like a player who hasn't played in two years. He's made a couple shots. He had one dunk where he was like, oh, my, and same guy, KOC. And I literally went on Twitter and I said, oh, my God, this is the greatest dunk ever. When are they going to make the 30 for 30 oh. about this dunk? <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. Good Lord, people. Stop. It's embarrassing. KOC, you work for the fucking ringer, dude. One of the biggest sports media companies out there. You work for the ringer, dude. Stop embarrassing yourself. Fuck. I feel like I feel like Dan's staring a hole through me right now as I watch him say this. <laughs> like I don't know why he was so intently focused on the camera, but it was terrifying. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sorry, guys. But hey, I'm, hey, so let, let's really quickly back to what Paul <laughs> let's was saying. The subject. <laughs> let's, let's 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 I go back to something. What I was let's go back to something a little more positive. Paul, you were saying how one reason that the Suns are not spoken about more is because we're not flashy. We don't have no, we the do Greek freak. We don't have we don't have Steph. Exactly. We go about things very business like, businessman like, business person like, methodical. We are we are the sociopaths of the NBA. I don't know really. We're the we're wait. The what's Jeffrey the thing? Dahmers of the NBA. I was gonna go with. Uh, God damn it. What was... Uh, yeah, from American Psycho? Yep. Ted Bundy? Uh, no. Bateman. Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Patrick. We are the Patrick Bateman. Phoenix Suns, the Patrick Bateman of the NBA. Anyway. Um, <laughs> just started start naming serial killers. <laughs> Have you not Jesus. seen American Psycho, Dan? Oh, I love American Psycho. Are you kidding? Oh, okay. Well, because, like, I, I I thought for a moment that you thought Patrick Bateman was, like, a real a serial killer. Real serial killer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was referring to the, you know, 
that's why I wow. just thought maybe you hadn't seen that movie because we know no. you. That is a phenomenal movie, though. Such that's a good fucking, movie. It's fucking great, dude. Anyway. Christian um, Bale. But having, having a little more flashiness to the team, speaking of, Kendall Jenner finally uh, stepped up and did what all of Sun's Twitter has been waiting and hoping she would do, and that is for a year put a put a tweet out voting for Devin Booker to make the All Star team. And coincidentally, to to Dan's point of saying Book hasn't been playing well recently, he's kind of been playing poorly since that tweet. But that's neither here nor there. It, no. w- it would it would have helped if she had specifically said in there to retweet it to count for votes. Because they had many more likes than it did retweets. <laughs> did did it? And I, actually, I was just going to look it up again. I mean, I, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see if when the next round of voting comes out, if the Suns, if Suns Twitter has been able to move the needle. Because, dude, starting yeah. on Friday, my my entire feed has basically been like retweets of. <laughs> everybody's tweets being, you know, hashtag Devin Booker, hashtag NBA all-star. I feel like the son's Twitter, son's Twitter. Hey, and you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give everybody a little round of applause because there's been a serious push. I think now at the same time, of course, we're not all wandering around, you know, warriors, Twitter or Lakers, Twitter or whatever the fuck Twitter might be out there for those teams. Um, and seeing how much is going on there. But I I am very much looking forward to seeing if we've moved the needle and if and if Clay Thompson's return uh you know thrusts him up to like third place instead of you know his rightful fifth or wherever he was at in front of Booker that was so ridiculous but do you guys do you guys think that that Kendall's tweet or or the overall push and and, and all is going to help help Boogie you think we'll see him ahead of Clay, Clay or at least closing that gap because <laughs> there's a pretty big gap wasn't there I'm going to say no no, he will not. Because well, now that Clay's actually back, yeah, he's like the hype around that doesn't help. That was votes before Clay was even back on the court. Now that he's back. I, I, I'm, I'm just happy that they're getting more votes than uh, Russell Westbrook. And yeah, which actually, was, which actually was really surprising. But I, I think that that I just shows how much Lakers, Lakers fans are yeah. just infuriated say, by that just, him. That, that just speaks to how much fucking Laker fans hate Russ. Which he had so, a terrible game against. <laughs> so Kendall Kendall Jenner's tweet got twelve, and this is something that, like I feel like it would it, to your point, Paul should have gotten more twelve thousand retweets. But that was you know double day, so that's there's at least a you know twenty five thousand twenty four thousand there, but. For somebody with 31.8 million followers, that's that seems that seems off to me. I mean, don't you just think like 31.8 million more than 12,000 would stumble up across and retweet that? Anyway, I mean, I guess it's done. Nothing I mean, nothing to say or he, see here. You also got to remember that Kendall's more of a she's more prominent on Instagram, which she also posted on there as well. Um, with the link, by the way, and, you know, we still, so she double dipped. She said, all right, I'll post it on Twitter, but, you know, I'm really going to get the push from Instagram and I'm going to attach Does the Instagram link. count? Well, Instagram, she, she posted like the actual link to the actual, uh, to go to, vote, to go I, vote for it. Com. Yeah. So she like, she tweeted a picture of her and it was like, she had like selected Booker. And then she like 
link the tweet on there so you can actually tap on it and go and vote for him. So, do you guys remember when we actually had paper ballots? And do you remember yes, when I, they would be available at like yes. the movie theater, the, the Hat Club, and other places like yep. that? Dude, my mom Marley's. and I would go to places and take like the entire thing and vote for all the sons back then. Like she was, she was hardcore for real. But here we are these days. Now we got this digital stuff, right? I feel like an old guy now. I am an old guy, but I feel like an older guy saying that type of thing. But I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you think about it, making it more accessible like that kind of lends itself, and maybe that's why they limit what percentage of the fan vote is actually you know the counting amount um but obviously it lends itself more to the, the as they might say the casuals right because you don't have to actually really go out of your way very much to uh, to vote like you did in the past back back you know when i had to walk three miles in the snow both ways to school three miles huh so hey let's talk about sticks okay i saw a tweet today that said the Boston Celtics reached out showing some interest in him. Can you guys off the top of your head think of any conceivable trade package that you would see as being something that would make David sense Brown straight to do? <laughs> um, I don't think the money works. Straight up, uh, I would say... It doesn't have to be straight up. Nothing on the Celtics I want. I mean, given campaigns kind of disappearance... Dennis Schroeder, maybe. Um, however, I would hesitate because he was so bad in the playoffs last year, minus one yeah. game. Um, but he was also on the Lakers, so you know, he was also a starter on the Lakers. So you know, there's that. <laughs> so that's that. that that's all freedom. we got on that. Yeah. Who? What? And it's freedom. Oh Jesus Christ. Who? Ennis Freedom. Wait, Ennis he changed his freedom. name? You didn't know this? I don't yeah, know how he did Seriously, bro. <laughs> you know what? I, I got to walk away for a minute that you didn't know. It's weird. What's he going to do? Uh, R- Romeo oh, Langford might be interesting. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know how I missed that. I feel like that's something <laughs> that probably had a fair amount of publication, too, right? That I should have at least yeah, stumbled it was a, it was on it at some yeah. point. Yeah. Huh. Go figure. What a statement. Um, who'd you say Romeo Langford? I mean, here's the thing is like you think about, OK, the, the, the Celtics reaching out seems kind of interesting because I don't know. I, I, I don't. Granted, Sticks has been showing a lot as of late. So maybe teams uh, that are, you know, theoretically teams that you would expect to 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 be successful, you know, showing some interest. But. You know, I always think about a team that's more on the on the downturn, but at the same time, obviously the Celtics have been kind of stuck in this neutral for for quite a bit. They got to do something at some point, so maybe that's a sign yeah. of them starting to starting to turn that corner a little bit and start I seeing mean, the lightning on the wall. If, if Jalen ends up on Boston, I mean, maybe a three teamer. Like if we get something from somebody else who we want better, like you know, like a three teamer with Indiana, get Tory Craig back because. Honestly, like where we're deficient now is at that like back up to McHale kind of spot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> like that 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 has been a narrative for quite a bit now, right? Trying to get Tory Craig back. Um, 
He played good for us, and good for him. He got his money, and I understand why the Suns didn't want to pay him up front. But you know, you know, they signed a bunch of other contracts. But you know, it's not a bad deal. It's like I think what two years, eleven mil or something like that. The two years yeah. is a problem because no, but it's it'll be one more year after this year, right? But uh, again, if it, if it was if he would have been on a one year deal, I would have gotten it. But he's they got to pay him next year too, so. I don't think that's – I just don't think they're going to do that. I would love Tory Craig back, but realistically speaking, I don't think the Suns are going to do shit, honestly. And and that's that's where I'm at with all of that at this point. I mean, yeah, I've seen all of this go from, you know, before the season started, all the talk about Thad Young and what have you, and obviously that's persisted all the way throughout. But now that we've seen Jalen Smith get put into a situation where he needs to play – and we've seen that he has the ability to do that, knowing the state of the world these days and the uncertainty that you have with with these lineups and with all these protocols that remain in place. I I, I see that as a depth piece that it's like it makes sense to keep him around, especially with Frank being hurt. I mean, you get a situation like we had with with JaVale and 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 D.A. out for whatever reason, then then what happens to this team? I mean, it seems like now more than ever, and we talked about this at the beginning of the season, we talked about this last year, the depth that the Suns have have had these past two seasons, the depth that, um, you know, James Jones has put this team, uh, you know, has put on this team. Yeah, we can sit here and say, oh, well, they're missing this and they could have add that. That's 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 fine and dandy and all, but don't let that take away from what's already there, right? And I think having having a guy like Sticks yeah, it, it it you look back and think about them not picking up that option. It makes it just seem less and less sensical. But ultimately, when you have a team that's in the position that it's in, and now that we know that Sticks is able to contribute if if, if called upon, I, I don't see why you get rid of that. Um, and and it it seems less and less likely to me that the Suns make any sort of move like that because, like we always say, always, like we've said a lot on this pod this season. <laughs> Uh, they're the best team in the NBA and, and people can sit there and not talk about them all they want. The national media can continue to disrespect them. The national media can sit there and try to make Devin Booker look like a clown when he's in reality, a stone cold motherfucking killer. Right. Love it. But ultimately we know what this team is and this team knows what this team is. And I, I think there's too much good stuff there to say, let's, let's make any sort of move. It just doesn't make sense to to interject anything. And, you know, one name that there was an article that was put on ESPN today. Um, who did? I think Bobby Marks did it. Uh, talking about what to watch for with each team at, as the trade deadline approaches. And with the Suns, he obviously talked about Jalen Smith and he talked about Dario Saric because of uh, the you know the contract, of course. And one trade that he put out there was those two with a couple of second rounders for Robert Covington, who we talked about last pod, was it? Or two pods ago? I feel like we talked about him at some point. Maybe it was with Voida. I don't remember. It all runs together at this point. Um, so while I don't think they'll make a move, um, you know, that's obviously there's going to be the speculation constantly. Um, Paul, what, what, what I mean, we talk about here what we might be able to see you know, with the Celtics thing, but at the end of the day, 
guess the question is, do you think that anything's going to happen? Do you think the Suns are going to make a move? Dan obviously doesn't think so. I, I'm I'm leaning no at this point. It just doesn't make sense to me. What, what, what about you? I know you mentioned the the lack of depth there at the wing position. Obviously, there's some concern if campaign keeps playing the way he is, but I think he'll snap out of it. What do you think, my friend? You're muted, Paul. I think... Um... Wait, is Dan talking now? Oh. Oh, I guess not. No. No, you can. Anybody can talk. Oh, Paul. Oh. Paul, I can't hear you. Uh Uh-oh. Paul's having technical difficulties. Um, Can you hear me? I cannot. Um, I'll just, real quick. Go ahead. No, because Paul's uh, Paul's going to figure out how a microphone works. Robert. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Uh, Robert Covington, again, and we were, we hadn't talked about him. We talked about Larry Nance Jr. last time. That's who you're thinking of, um, not Robert Covington. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you did talk about that with Boyda. But anyway, uh, Robert Covington, for some reason, he's like that guy that everybody's like, oh, Robert Covington, he'd be great. But he's been on like six different teams or something like that in like the last three years. So he gets passed around the league a lot, which is weird. Uh, for a player that's supposed to be good. And every time they play against, uh, you know, he plays against the Suns with whatever team he's on, he's not particularly, he doesn't particularly stand out to me on the defensive end or the offensive end. Somebody who I, if if you're going to make that trade, I'm calling Houston and I'm like, what do you guys want for Eric Gordon? That's who I'm going after. That's, can you hear me yet? Hey, it's Paul. Hey, I was saying I was unmuted and not listening, not saying anything. So no, we, I should, we totally, I should have totally just kept going with it. We can't hear him and, and seeing how long. That would have been fun. Like, I would just dropped yeah. at that point. <laughs> Paul, yeah, starts, think, Paul starts just like fucking Justin. What a douchebag. I hate that guy. He's probably did something. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, no, Paul, we can hear you now. You're a good buddy. But yeah. I think Eric, I, what I was going to get at is, I can see the Suns not doing anything at the trade deadline. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't do anything at the trade deadline. I think good teams like the Suns don't need the trade deadline. They use the buyout yeah. market. Sure. They they can get a good player for no risk because it's, you know, one year deal or, you know, rest of the season cheap because they're bought out for something else. Like, if you get an Aaron, Eric Gordon, that's because he was bought out by Houston. I'm not trading for Eric Gordon. That's a de- that's a good chunk of money. You know, there's going to be guys I mean, who can fill. We, we need a backup. We're looking for a backup. So, like, to your point about Robert Covington, Robert Covington has been a starter in most places and has not been – um, you know, spectacular, but you put him as a backup three doing 15, 20 minutes max. That's a different story. Sure. But, you know, and, and, and the I mean, question is, it, like, what do you, what is the sun? What do the sons really need, even need for that position? Do they want offense? Do they want defense? Like what do they want? Like more well-rounded? Like, whoa. Yeah. And, you know, more to your point about the, about the buyout market. I kind of have a feeling that if you're looking at a buyout market, like everybody keeps bringing up that young, I feel like he's going to get bought out. He just might. And you don't have to get I mean, Dario and Jalen and then we get him anyway. 
I mean, uh, you're essentially, uh, and the reason I bring up Eric Gordon, because I believe he's expiring this season, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think he makes, what, 18, 19 million a year, something like that. Um, I could be totally wrong about that. Um, I just pulled those numbers out of my ass, if I'm being completely honest. Um <laughs> He makes eighteen million. You're Whoa. Good, job, good job on that pull out of your ass. Fucking a. Um, so you know, if, if you package Dario with Jalen Smith, I think that would actually get you there, and you could throw in, you know, whatever you need to throw in, a um, couple second round picks. The reason I, I look at that is because Jalen Smith is at this point. They just re- they just signed Bismack Biombo to uh, a contract for the rest of the season. So they have a third string center and they also have Frank and we don't know what's going to happen with Frank. Obviously that sucks that he's going to be out for an extended period of time. Right. Yeah. Um, but at this point with sticks, he's a, he's a, he's a luxury. Right. And he's been, he's been playing great. He's been playing great. Um, but Eric Gordon would, would feel again, he, like you said, he is a backup, but Eric Gordon could play a backup too. And, you know, Shamit has been up and down. Eric Gordon's more proven. The thing with that is, if you think about it, Dario, I look at Dario as an expiring contract. The reason why I look at him as an expiring contract is he's not going to play this season. Um, Very unlikely he plays this season. And next season is going to be like a recovery season for him. So you're essentially just trading away an expiring. And Jalen Smith's an expiring contract because they didn't pick up his option. So there's that. So I think about that and I'm like, okay, if you can parlay that into a, into Eric Gordon and then, you know, Hopefully, campaign can pull his head out of his ass before the end of the season into the playoffs. Which, by the way, we have to talk about campaign at some point because um, that hasn't been good. I would just ra- <laughs> much rather have him and then pick up somebody in the buyout market. Again, I don't think the Suns are going to do anything in the trade deadline. I mean, there's people out there that are like, oh, they're going to trade for Jeremy Grant. I'm like, dude, that's not going to happen. Um, that's a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Not expiring. Money. <laughs> Not expiring. Well, he's got what? This year and next year, right? So it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to trade for Jeremy Grant. But like you said, that's a lot more money. I think he makes, what, $25 million a year? Something, Something like that. So, that's I mean, more don't get me wrong. Package. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I would love Jeremy Grant on this team. I think that would absolutely make you the favorite. But that's just not going to happen. Um, he's also been hurt all year. Um, but long story short, yeah, I don't think they're gonna do anything, guys. Justin, what do you think, buddy? No, I mean, I feel like we're talking in circles because I agree. I think they're gonna stand pat. I think this team is exactly what we want it to be. We, you know, we have not been playing well. I mean, the last few games have not been good-looking games. They've been a bunch of bushemis, right? Um, nothing has been clicking and they're still getting the job done for the most part, right? They've, they've, they've I, fought through adversity. They, they've had them all with all of that. Yeah. And this, the, the, that type of, that type of cohesiveness, I think you, you don't, you don't pick apart. You don't take apart when you have a team with title expectations and the buyout market thing makes all the sense in the world because then you're not taking anything away as long as you get a guy who's going to be a right fit, and I think we all can yeah. agree that we're, James we're Jones scenario, uh, obviously has a 
certain type of character and a certain type of player that he has in mind that fits within this group. So I don't think that's going to be an option. So, yeah, I think if anything gets done with the roster, it would be through 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 the buyout market. But yeah, I mean, worst, case, right worst now, case scenario like with the I'm buyout saying. market, worst case scenario with the buyout market is Ish Wainwright gets cut. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that would be a bummer. Or, or or it's not even that. I don't even know if you need to cut him. He's on a two way deal. He just becomes two way guy. He goes back to the G League. Don't even have yeah. to technically cut him. There you go. Look at that. Is he a two-way guy? Yeah. Who cares. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't be, mean to be so dismissive of Ish Wainwright, but well, I was. So I guess I did mean to do that. Oh, my dog is starting to snore loudly. Did you guys hear that? That was like really loud. <laughs> I heard something. Yeah, that was that was that was all however many pounds of her. All right. I just so thought that I, was a man fart. I feel like <laughs> a man fart. I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> anything You're else, right gentlemen? <laughs> anything else? I, I, I was debating good. whether I should bring something up, and I decided that I should not. Bring it <laughs> okay. up. Bring it up. No. No. It. No, it's about something that we, we had talked about earlier in the pod that I think Dude? we could skip for this particular episode. No. Hey, who's down to do a 6, 12, <laughs> 16, 24 challenge? <laughs> Can okay? Can we okay? Here's I'm what I'm gonna do, gentlemen. Is. Gentlemen, <laughs> I. If you can find Daniel, if you can find a way to characterize or describe one particular aspect of this challenge in a way, in, in a manner that will not give Dave that King a conviction fit, <laughs> I will allow this conversation to continue. And God, I really want this conversation to continue. Um, I got you. Oh, okay. Very confident. All right. You guys, okay, listeners, you have 20 This might go up on the, this one actually might go up on the OnlyFans page. <laughs> <laughs> listen, this isn't because uh, the three of us are going to do this. I don't know when. No. We're do whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Should we, should we, should we first, should we first have Dan, um, uh, uh, uh run, it, 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 tell us how he's going to, classify that one particular item as so we no. so i don't want you to go dan i don't want you to go through this whole buildup and then me be like oh i don't like that and nix it i feel like we should just oh, rip worry. the band-aid off no, okay I'm, I'm, I'm good listen so um <laughs> we are uh, one day i don't know when we're gonna do a 6 12 18 24 <laughs> challenge okay there's 24 hours in a day people okay in those 24 hours <laughs> You have to do these four things. And these four things, you have to either do six times, 12 times, 18 times, or 24. Those four things are eat donuts. So you either got to eat 24 donuts, 18 donuts, 12 donuts, or six donuts. Okay. You have to run or lightly jog. Okay. So whichever one you don't choose is donuts. You have to a mile. Gotta give them the distance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> miles. Sorry. Miles. You have to either... Details. Yes. Um, you have to relieve yourself. And that does not mean going to the bathroom. You have to relieve yourself. 
<laughs> release some tension. Yeah, release some tension. You know, go see grandma. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> And the fourth thing is drink is drink is drink that many beers. get in a six minute cycle of uncontrollable laughter again that was not fun can we stop (laughs) no listen (laughs) if you need the explanation if you need the explanation of going to see grandma no don't (laughs) go watch listen go watch the movie sex drive okay i've actually seen that movie i've seen that movie but i don't remember that part Oh God. Okay, so I don't. I, I I'm done. You guys, I'm done. You guys finish. That's All part right. of the challenge. Oh. Boom. <laughs> no, nobody. <laughs> so drink beers, amount of miles, amount of donuts eaten, and going to see grandma, aka relieving yourself, aka, um, aka, aka. AKA, yeah, okay, AKA, okay, or AKA, um, killing the bird. Okay, we're gonna do that. I like that all the buildup was for nothing. Yeah, what do we? What is this <laughs> we shit? So Dan, since you're gonna be doing this, apparently, what's your what's your selection on on those? Yeah, what's your order, dude? So, <laughs> Miles has to be six because like. You're not athletic uh, enough. <laughs> I am. I'm just not fucking running 12 miles a day. That's fucking stupid. Sorry for all you <laughs> triathletes out there. You over. It's like one of my wife's training runs. <laughs> Dude, seriously, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's a light jog for her. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's that's six. Twelve is probably going to see grandma. <laughs> Actually, no. Tw- Fuck, 12 is going to see grandma. Jesus Christ, this is hard. 18 is probably <laughs> it's probably the amount of donuts I could eat in a day. And 24 is the amount of beers I can consume in a day. I feel like you're making all of these statements of fact. It's impressive. I mean, I- I'm more than happy to document all this. No, we're going to wrap up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fucking uh, no, seriously. Hey, I challenge all of you guys to, to do this with me, guys. I don't. You guys, so to, with us at least. Like in the same room? No, fucker. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just doing this challenge, man. Like, why, why do you got to make it nasty? That's not a challenge. That's like a, 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 it's a, a self, it's a, it's a something. It's a self, it's a so, so, what is it? Flagulation? <laughs> Right? Is that when you like flagellation? Flagellation? Is it a hard G? I don't know. It could be a soft G. J. Could be yogging. Can you yog <laughs> the six miles? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hey, so you can find me on Twitter. I'm. I'm. And you know what? Don't follow me, please, God. After this, <laughs> like, I don't want to. Like, uh, in fact, 
<laughs> witness Twitter witness protection for Anna. No, I, I'm at so says Jay Paul. At Dervish of World. Our flagalist is Daniel and our pugilist. <laughs> D Duarte and the pod is at fan the flames NBA and we appreciate you I'm guys sorry. listening for the love of God I'm sorry too I, depending on when you're listening have yourself a good morning good afternoon or good evening please don't listen to this podcast at night I'm gonna go see my grandma right now <laughs> <laughs> Box of fall.